Welcome to episode 16 of season two of the Marketing Matters podcast. And I'm going to start this one with an apology because it was pointed out we were listening to, uh, or I was listening to the last week's podcast through with my wife last week, and she pointed out that my grammar at the beginning is terrible. And I'm, I've been saying I'm sat here with uh, my fellow podcaster when it should in fact be I'm sitting here with my fellow podcaster. So uh, I will make sure I don't make that mistake in the future. So I am sitting here with my fellow podcaster at Glossop Gasworks, David Wright. So hi, David. Hi there, and I am shall have been, would have sat, (laughs) sitting. But yeah, and uh, we're sitting here on a, well, it was sunny a minute ago, the sun's just gone in, but I'm told that it's going to start raining tomorrow, which doesn't matter to me, but I suspect David might be a little bit more uh, upset about that. I'm only going on holiday a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Again. But anyway, on with the subject. Today, I mean, we've talked about in previous podcasts about a year ago, we talked about hosting and, and then more recently we talked about WordPress as a platform. And I just wanted to sort of bring those two together and talk about the idea of dedicated WordPress hosting and why actually hosting a WordPress site can be a little bit more involved and and have a bit more to it than just hosting a a basic site. But I I want to sort of, I'm sure we'll touch on the idea, back in episode 12, which was well over a year ago, we talked about the fact that websites should just work. And I think getting the right hosting is absolutely critical to making sure that websites do just work and they're there when you want them. So... Yeah, I mean, setting up WordPress websites is easy and it can can be pretty much done by anybody. But under the hood, it is quite a complex beast. And so it's it's really important that you partner with, whereas you either have to learn to understand all about WordPress yourself or partner with someone who does understand that. So, David, what are your thoughts on this subject? Well, I... I'll just uh, rewind a little bit that I think WordPress, again, just to touch on something we have talked about before, but I think WordPress is to some extent a victim of its own success because when it was first launched, it was undoubtedly very simple and it did what it did, but what it did was not that much really. It was it was just a blogging platform. It became so popular that it's just been evolved and developed and developed and evolved that it is now a highly functional system. And with that massive increase in functionality that's come about over the last probably four or five years has come an increase in complexity which as you say makes it people in their business tend to rely on it a lot more than maybe they did before and also it means that the level of hosting that is appropriate for a a website that let's face it can be a core marketing tool in your business there should be more focus on hosting and i think the problem is that a lot of people it's it's very much a fit and forget it's something they think they think about when they first set up their site and then they forget about it and they're paying most people are paying either a few pounds a, a month or a few tens of pounds a year and hosting just never gets thought about yeah until the site breaks and, and i think it's partly because it's so easy to build and so easy to add functionality through plugins when you're building a site you can think oh i need it to do this so i'll add a plugin for that and oh, i need it to do that so i'll add another plugin and you can end up with quite a lot of plugins and all of these things have to work together uh, as a whole and that's the reason why it becomes quite complex and generally speaking it works brilliantly and it, it you know without issues but we talked about uh, when we were talking about 
WordPress the need to keep it updated for various reasons. And every time you update it, there is a, a, a danger that, that some of these plugins will conflict. So they, you've got to do that in a very managed way. So I think, you know, it's, it's a balance between we've got to, on one level, we want to stress on a user, for a user, if you get the hosting right and the support right, WordPress is a brilliant fit and forget solution. But actually, it's a little bit like, it can be a little bit like the, the analogy of the duck, where uh, underneath the, the surface, there's, there's quite a lot going on to, to, to keep it going. And I think the key is that if you can get the right host, then all that, the stuff going on under the surface is actually just routine maintenance that they're doing day in, day out. So for them, it's not an issue. But if you're doing it as a, an end user who doesn't know so much about WordPress, it, it can become a headache. Um, I, I think I think just I would like to just pick up on, I. you talked about WordPress being a fit and forget. I don't think you should forget it. I think that... I was thinking more technically. Yeah, right yeah no, I, I, I appreciate that. And, and I think that, and again, I will reiterate, technically, I don't think you should forget it. But the alternative is, or sorry, no, let me rephrase that, that technically it shouldn't be forgotten. But actually, because it does tend to just work, it's not something that needs technical attention all day, every day. So there's a danger that if in, in amidst running your business, it is easy to forget it. Whereas if you can and do partner with a, with a specialist host, then they can do they can make sure it doesn't get forgotten and while you get on with running your business and i think it's again you get a lot of hosts who particularly at the the cheaper end of the the market where they will provide the facilities but unless you ask them they're not going to do anything of any significance and so there is still a danger they might be there to support you when it goes wrong but ideally you don't want it to go wrong in the first yeah. place and that's why somebody being a bit more proactive is worth considering yeah and and i think when we're talking about wordpress hosting i think there are for someone who's doing sort of specialist hosting on the, the platform there are really three elements to it i think that over and above just providing a computer that you can put your, your your website onto and i think those three things are the sort of caching and developing the speed of the i've just been, I've, I've been told i've got to keep talking now because david's just wandered off but i'm sure we'll be back in a minute um yeah you need to keep caching the uh uh, back. He's back. You need to focus on the um, the speed of the website, make sure that it's being cached effectively. I'll come back to that one in a minute because actually I think that's probably the easiest one and the, the, the least important. The other two are around updates and backups. And um, those are really, they're quite linked really. So backups, I mean, David, I know backups, not just on WordPress, on everything is your, you know, it, it is one of your uh, real hobby horses that you will get on. And I, I just think that if you get a good and effective backup routine going and get into the habit of doing it, it's easy to do. And I think backups need to be easy. Yeah. Because if it's taking you half an hour every day to do your backups, you're not going to do it. But the day when everything goes belly up and you find you've lost everything, and I will never forget the time. I still, it's a few years ago, but I'll still, I will never know what I did. But I pressed a button on our server and our main data drive just disappeared. I've, it didn't, I didn't see it deleting. It just, one moment it was there, the next moment it had gone. And as I say, I have no idea what I did. I've learned a lot since then. But we had a backup. Yeah. And so we were, the whole lot, I dread to think how many, couple hundred gigabytes, there was a lot of data. But within two hours, we were back up and running yeah. again. And, and I think on the, the WordPress front, I mean, 
one of the big things it will do is save you having to go and find out exactly what the issue is and fix a specific issue. I mean, a good, a great example, a couple of weeks ago, I had a client ring up and say, oh, our, our website is down. And I went in to look and obviously one of the plugins had been corrupted and there was some issue in there that was, was, was basically causing it to fail. You know, I could have spent hours going in trying to find out what the issue was and fixing it in the code or whatever. But actually, all I because we keep we back it up every night. I was able to just restore it back to a, a previous backup and then re-update all the plugins. And it took me about, as I say, fifteen minutes. Which, if if we'd been doing it, if I'd had to go and actually find the issue and repair it, it would probably take me fifteen hours. So I think it's things like that that, as you say, backup should just happen automatically because it's not until you need them that you. Actually actually go and look to see whether they're there or not so I think it's but they are critical and I think you know on, on updates as well if you look at WordPress core will update maybe once every three four months something like that but if you've got I don't know a dozen uh, plugins in your website probably there will be updates to those on a certainly a weekly basis uh, and so making sure that they are kept up to date is something that you need to do fairly regularly you should be probably looking at it every I mean what would you say David once once a week something like that yeah I, I think it, it's not mega critical that you you update a plug in the moment a new no. a new update comes out but the main risk is that if you if a plugin isn't updated well i think it's two things one if you leave it for an extended period of time then undoubtedly a lot of updates are to do with plugin security mm. gaps and so if you have a older plugins or certainly this is true with the wordpress core that if you don't keep that up to date, your site is more at risk. And I think the other problem is that you, you mentioned a little while ago that sometimes you get conflicts between plugins. And if you have older plugins, again, they can present more of a conflict risk to newer plugins. It's just, it's good practice. As, as I said, I think this is quite a technical chat we're having here, but don't forget that all of this is your website, whatever it is, however you do it, it's just a tool for your business. It's part of your marketing. And, and it's it's good practice that you have good, solid, reliable processes to make sure you're supporting and, your business. And you, you mentioned that it's a technical chat, and I agree it is, but I, I make no apology for sort of choosing this because I think it's sort of what I'm trying to do is, or what we're trying to do is give a window into all of this technicality should not be an issue. If you've got the right host and the right, you know, the right partner for hosting your website, none of this should ever sort of enter your realm of a realm of experience because your host should this is all stuff that the, the host will be doing in the background so it's really just to highlight the importance of, of having a good host but as I say if it's all working right all of this stuff you should never need to worry about it and, and I think also it does we don't often do a big BSA plug but I think it does reflect our approach which is a little bit different to a lot of people in that we we very much see ourselves as we're we're marketing people who really understand the technicalities yeah. and so our our first and foremost interest with our clients is making sure their business is progressing from a marketing point of view and we know that for that to work that the technical stuff has to be working yeah. in the background and and we have the knowledge skills and capability to make sure that the technical stuff is working in the background but we we almost don't make a big song and dance about it because unless it's delivering it's almost exactly. irrelevant and, and I think if you want to hear more about that actually if you go back to episode 12 of our podcast that's exactly what we were talking about when we were talking about hosting I think this was episode 12 
last year. Yeah, F season one, episode twelve. Sorry, yes, yeah. that's what we're talking about, and and I think it really is say re- reinforcing this idea that from your point of view, from the client's point of view, it should just a website should just work. And really, what we're talking about here is the same. What the sort of processes that go in the background to make sure that that does. Um, but just going back to the whole thing about updates and the connection to backups, we ha- we have a system in place that every time we update plugins, it automatically takes a backup of all the existing plugins before it does it. And again, the reason for that is because there are various, all these plugins are developed independently, one of the risks is that when you update them, you will create conflicts and that can cause an issue with your website. So uh, obviously it's very easy to check whether that's happened bef- uh, once you've done it. Uh, but the reason we, we we always take a backup before is if it does cause an issue, we know that we can just press a button and within a couple of minutes, uh, we can roll back those updates and get the website back up and running and then we can investigate what, what the issue is. So I think the, the backups, particularly when you're looking at the maintenance of websites, they are that sort of safety net that will always allow you to go back to where you were and ensure that you don't do something that will will break your website for any significant length of time. And I think that that's also a, a case in point as to why it's it's good to have a a robust um, backup and update process that means that you're doing these things when you choose to, yeah. not when you've got to. Yeah. And again, this is something that again by picking the, a good WordPress host, they will be doing all this. They will. I mean, we have systems in place where we we monitor all our websites so we can see how many plugins are needing updating and we have a threshold we say well if it gets above a certain level or if there are uh, critical updates we just do it and we have a process in place that we're doing this every day on websites and so it it never becomes an issue so yeah really that really just talking about this the combination of backups and and updates uh, and plugin updates that that is all going on in the background so i just want to touch now a little bit on on speed and the first thing i want to say about speed i think is really that you have where website speed is a very subjective factor and actually the first thing you need to ask is do you feel your website is fast enough for you you know when you go and visit your website do you think the pages load in a a sensible level of time and that's actually the, the most important factor going and looking at something like google's page speed index where it'll tell you your your page has a speed index of x this isn't good enough is actually it's not real world it's not measuring the real world what's important is how how fast that page loads in the real world but having said that even depending on how complex your site is speed can become an issue and then having the right host and the right platform that it's on is important um, and, and I think we handle this in two ways. One is we have two different levels of hosting. One, uh, for more complex sites, it's a more uh, beefier server, as it were, uh, that will handle it. And then where the, co- the cost of that isn't relevant, we have a, a sort of a, a premium, sort of more mass hosting, which still has the sort of WordPress functionality in it, but it's not, it, 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 it doesn't have exactly the same, but we don't have the same control over the performance. So that's one element. But before I go into caching, David, have you got anything you want to add to that? That's sort of subject um i you can I th- say no if there is no no I, I i think that you know i'll just reiterate what you said that website speed is an issue when it's an issue yeah. and it's not when it isn't every single website in the world i suggest could load faster yeah and if you're just if all you're trying to do is to make your website load faster you will always have the opportunity to make it load faster you can spend more and more money more and more time trying to make your website load faster the question is is that really 
a good value thing to do. And, uh, yeah. and, I, and I think if your site isn't performing well for the people who are using it, if we're your customers and your mm. visitors, then... Yeah, maybe, the, and particularly if they that get so far as that they mention it to you. Yeah. But as, as you say, just looking at uh, tools that tell you how fast it is and tell you it could be faster. Yes, it could be faster, but yeah. does that really matter? Yeah. One tool I will just, well, I'll, I'll, I'll come to it at the end, actually. But yeah, so speed is one of those things that if you've got someone who understands WordPress sites, they will make sure that it's on an appropriate server with appropriate page caching systems. And we won't go into the technicalities of page caching. If you're interested, just go and Google page caching and you'll learn all about it. But it's basically a way it's of... It's riveting. Yeah, it is his way of speeding up sites. But making sure that your the host understands the ins and outs of WordPress and can optimize it in that direction is all important. So I think those are the three core things, the, the sort of the caching and speed and, and the the actual technicalities of the server, the backups and updates. But there is another point, which I think if you get a, someone who works a lot with WordPress, you can get a, a bonus. And that's around sort of access to pro plugins. So, David, do you want to talk about our sort of approach to that? Uh, yeah, I think for anybody who knows WordPress, that you know that many plugins, there is a free version, which is often of limited functionality. But for, for some, it can be enough. But there is the paid-for version, which adds adds two things. One, it often adds more functionality, but perhaps more importantly, it adds good technical support. Yeah. And, and again, if, if you want to know more about all of that sort of subject, if you go to uh, Season 2, Episode 6, we talk a lot about sort of WordPress and the, the various uh, plugins. But yeah, but I mean... On the, in terms of the sort of the licensing of them, yeah, I mean, how do yeah, we handle that? I, I think, and again, it reflects where we're coming from. That we see this whole hosting. We uh, a lot of probably most of our clients, we are hosting their website, but our, our focus is on, as we've said, that we can almost by having a good, robust hosting system, we can move on and focus on marketing. But part of that is that. We like to have sites that where where we get we have good technical support mm. behind us, and so we have invested in a lot of pro level plugins where we are running sites for people that we obviously give them access to those sites, and because we feel there's a benefit all round, and it's part of a, a a wider relationship we have with our clients, we don't make a point of charging everybody just because they're using one of our pro plugins. If if it's cost effective for us to do so, we're quite happy to give people effectively free access to that plugin as part of the the marketing work that we're doing with them yeah and it's actually i mean it, it, i was doing a, an analysis of uh, a client's site and it, it actually adds up i think it came to about 200 quid a year the value of those plugins so it, it can be um it can be quite valuable so i think that's just something again to look at is obviously if you've got people who are if you've got a host who is managing and certainly we, we do this a lot of wordpress sites they may well have those, those plugins and you may be able to get access to them so that's just a, a sort of a bonus but i think we've yet again failed to keep miserably to keep it below 20 minutes so uh, i think it's probably a good time to start wrapping up so sort of hints and tips coming out of this one and if I may start because I'll, I'll go start with my speed one I think if you do want to look at the speed of your site then there is a very good tool called pingdom p-i-n-g-d-o-m dot com speed test tool and that does actually give you it'll tell you how many seconds it takes for the page to load but it will also give you details about what it's doing while it's loading and that is all real world so i think that's probably if you were going to test the speed of your site i would say that's a good one to go for 
Okay, well, I, I've got a couple of things, and I'm going to reinforce my view that the technical side of it is all a means to an end, and we mustn't forget that we're living in the real world of real people and real businesses, and that the first thing relates to, to backups. I said, it's, I said earlier it's important to have a good and simple backup system to make sure that you do it, but what I'm going to say in the real world is every now and again... Just test that, check that your backup is really working. <laughs> just go to your backup and just try and restore one or two files. Just check that they are there and it is working. So if you need it, it's going to be there for you. And before you've done that, make sure you, if you're not backing up your site, start backing it up now. And I mean, that's actually one of the pro plugins that we give people access to. It's a thing called Updraft Plus, which is, there, again, there's a free version, which, which does a, a pretty good job. But one of the things the pro version does is it allows you to do automatic backups. So whatever, there's loads of different plugins out there, all very good, or a lot of them are very good. So just make sure you've got a plugin in there and that it is set to automatically back up your site regularly. So any other tips, David? Yeah, one other, and that is all of this technical stuff never forget a lot of technical people will they live their life by the technicality in it and it is their business and it's what drives them but for most people running most businesses the technical stuff is never any more than means to an end and never forget that it is your life does not your business does not succeed by having a good good reliable website hosting good reliable website hosting is what will give you the platform to enable you to to drive an effective business and effective marketing for your business. Yeah, and I think maybe that's why we get along with some clients because actually for us, the technical sides are a means to an end as well. I mean, we, we're good at it because we do a lot of it, but for us, they're not the important, they're the bits we're doing to allow us to do the important bits, which is the marketing. And Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so on that subject, we will leave it for uh, another week. If you want to find out uh, any more about our podcasts, you'll find them at podcast.bsamarketing.com. As I say, if you found this one interesting, then I'd definitely go back and look at episode six from season two and episode 12 from season one, because they're sort of going into a bit more detail on some of the other areas we were looking at. You will find posts, though not at the moment. No, we're actually on post-wise on our summer holiday. We'll be back uh, with the posts in, in September, but there's a good archive of, of posts around marketing and, and online marketing like on uh, bsamarketing.com. And uh, you'll also find us on Twitter and LinkedIn at BSA marketing so the final thing i would just say is that we also you can watch out for in the next email that we send out there will be our summer quiz so that's something to look forward to but until that i will uh, we'll finish it there i'll say uh, goodbye and until next time happy marketing bye for now bye.